fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> man i'll tell you something that's not dark robot jocks <laughs> oh boy there are some dark people in it i guess all right well let's delve in <laughs> let's delve into this piece of shit i lovingly say piece of shit i i remember when this movie came out and i keep thinking of it as a 1990 movie because that's when i saw it because i got it when it came out on vhs but 80, 1989 i thought it was 1992 for some reason now i did see it in the theater Oh I, wow! i did see it in the theater i it's just that i was such a fan of it when it was in the theater <laughs> that i got it on vhs and watched it to death i rented it on vhs multiple times and watched it multiple times on every rental and keep in mind this is in the days when a when a rental was one night yes like this is before block this was before (laughs) blockbuster came out with you know really changed the landscape and and i mean i think blockbuster was doing five night rentals at that time but it was it was stupid expensive compared to every everywhere else they eventually a bunch of them upgraded to two night rentals yeah, I remember that. That just the, kept that, going that up. came later. That was that that was in the late 90s is when that shit started happening. Two-day rentals and then they're like, "Fuck, well Hastings, you get to rent them for a seven whole days, man. What's going on?" Like, Dude, I had a <laughs> I had a video store and this is not the video store that I rented Robot Jocks from, but in 1997, right after I got married, I moved into an apartment right across the street from a video store, and this video store had 49 cent a night rentals. I would rent like seven movies a night. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. I was I was I was un well, I mean, I was employed when I got when I first got the apartment but then like around uh November I was unemployed for like a month that and was your whole during day. that during that month <laughs> I would seriously rent seven movies a night and just sit down and watch them it was it was stupid my ex-wife probably <laughs> hated me it, it's probably the genesis of the decline of our marriage I was just gonna ask like how did she how did she handle that <laughs> yeah no she she was not cool because she was working her ass off like she was a, she was a hard worker that's I what was, any good woman I was would a do. fucking loser I was such a fucking loser and I completely understand that she fell out of love with me. I don't blame her a bit. I was unemployed for like a year or something. And then Rachel made me go to school, which was the best thing she ever did. <laughs> so I get I get it. And she's yeah. like, are you going to look for a job? I'm like, yeah. She comes home after work. She's like, did you do anything? No. No. <laughs> you are so lucky she didn't kick your ass <laughs> to the curb, man. <laughs> it's because the kids liked me. Yeah, well, that helps. Yeah. That can That can definitely help. And her dog really liked me. Yeah. Yeah, she claimed me. So. <laughs> Cut out anything you want. I'm just talking out of my ass anyway. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. There's no room for romance here until there is, which comes out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, the, uh, the, the romantic subplot of this was strange to say the least hey you're hot you kind of look like a dude i think i'm into you yeah it was very it was very bizarre there were a lot of casual misogyny in this in this movie and Um, racism there's a little bit of that not a lot yeah i don't know i i guess i didn't pick up on i didn't i didn't pick up on any racial racism i picked up on genetic racism he called him a he called the well it it was the fucking japanese guy that we were talking about last week that's true sammo hung yeah not not sammo what's his name (laughs) i i can't Uh, the guy from the three ninjas and the karate kid yeah, too, the guy what, from yeah. Karate Kid 2, who I keep thinking is Sam Hung. <laughs> I'm 
Sammo hung. I know, but God. the whole the whole time I was watching it, all I was thinking, all I was thinking was, I know his name's not, I know it's not Sammo hung, but I can't remember. And I looked it up as he when he came on, I pulled my phone out, looked his name up, and I still couldn't remember what his name was by the end of the movie. I saw his name in the credits, and I'm like, oh fuck, it's that guy again. And now I still don't remember what his name is. It's a it's a white guy name with a Japanese last name. So yeah, I guess they I I guess they do kind of <laughs> they do kind of casually drop calling like that Jap bastard or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. Uh, I, which yeah. is definitely not the 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 most uh pc pc way to refer to a, a yep a this is definitely a late descent. 80s early 90s movie isn't it yeah very much so and i liked it a lot i mean the misogyny is <laughs> the, the misogyny is like off the charts it's, oh, yeah. it's not even it's not even funny and then the, the worst part is it's completely justified in the sense in, it's it, justified by the story yeah, is what yeah. i mean not it's justified in real life i mean in the story the actions of the female character justify the misogyny which is <laughs> just the worst part of the whole thing i did kind of we're jumping to the end already why do we do this but i did i did think when she actually got in the robot that he was going to find his new place as like a as a coach rather than a fighter and i thought that's how it was gonna go (laughs) and i'm like well fine then he's like fuck i'm i guess she's unconscious now i'm gonna go out there and save her and kill the russian guy i gotta say this about this (laughs) about those fucking robot fights man those were so goddamn (laughs) anticlimactic Like, yeah like the strat there's no fucking strategy it's just bang bang knock <laughs> fall like there's no there's no logic to it there, there's there's no sense of cause and effect to anything that goes on in this movie guillermo del toro was smart he made chronos first not <laughs> pacific rim <laughs> He waited for the technology yeah. to catch up until he could make Pacific Rim and do it right, huh? Which now I'm like, dude, remake this fucking movie. Oh, I would love to see a remake of Robot Shocks. I'd, I'd be totally into Absolutely it. Absolutely done by Guillermo del Toro, which would be a little weird for him. You know what? I'd be okay if I, Stuart Gordon. It. I'd be okay if Stuart Gordon did it, just as long as they actually um, let him. As do long as they wants. actually gave him the budget to make the movie. <laughs> would they though? No, probably not. Mostly because Pacific Rim Two didn't do very well because nobody liked it. I guess as soon as I saw that they were just introducing all new characters yeah it wasn't a matter of i don't think there's anything wrong with what's his name john boyega yep boyega i i don't know how to pronounce it but i don't think there's anything wrong with him i liked him in star wars i think he's i think he's a solid actor it's just i didn't feel any connection to it you know he's supposed to be idris elba's son right i still haven't seen it yet i mean they could yeah they could have at least idris elba didn't die in the first one did he it was suggested that he was going to die he didn't die on screen though Uh, i don't know man like like give me some some way to connect it because if i if i don't have any connection to it it's hard for me to get excited about a movie anymore you know a, a sequel specifically yeah it's hard to get excited about a sequel that appears to have no connection i am actually surprised that there's not like a string of sequels to this shit charles band yep <laughs> you didn't watch that video i the said legendary to you, you? charles band i did you not did, watch the video I, I totally forgot i am well familiar with charles band's body of work and uh interestingly enough he, he him he produced and Stuart gordon directed a couple of my favorite movies reanimator and more specifically uh one of my favorites from beyond son of a bitch okay Stuart gordon i was trying to figure out where i knew his name from reanimator yeah. as a movie I've, I've still never seen it but but, I know but his the name. far superior movie in my opinion and i know that I'm I know I'm you know I'm gonna probably catch hell from the purists for this but I think from beyond is just a better movie I I love reanimator but I think from beyond is a is, is more entertaining to me all right so I really liked this song when I was a kid and now I go back to it and like Jesus music music got really everything got really bad <laughs> it was the dark ages for mostly everything but this is also around yeah. the time when I started discovering that you know punk rock was a thing so let's laugh Okay, it's already... 
Oh God, I think I know this song. You, she will. You know it. Oh fuck me. <laughs> Jeez, who is the, What's the name of this band? I forget. The Calling. The Calling. Yeah. You know what? That is exactly as shit as I would expect the name of the band that sings this song to be. I'm gonna play it until until the first chorus is done because when the chorus comes up, you'll know you'll know. The song. I know the song. You know already. the song now. Oh, I okay. fucking know the song. Then we're gonna wait for the hook just so I can see your face. Dude, oh. This is like low rent Creed. Okay. And yeah. I don't mean the Michael B. Jordan movie. There's a reason these guys never had another hit, you know? <laughs> I don't even know why they had that one. Well, I get it, actually. It's because it's very simple. It's easy to sing. It's got a decent melody that get, will get stuck in your head if you listen to it more than once. It's like a fucking Fall Out Boy song. You hear a Fall Out Boy song, you're going to be singing that thing for goddamn days. Well. Not everybody. A but couple me. of Fall Out Boy songs, yes. I don't know. Those ones from Sex Drive, I didn't. they didn't resonate with me at all. But then at, this, at the same time, I guess I was paying attention to other things while they were going on. You know, boobies. There, there were a lot of sweet Amish boobies getting flashed. So... That kid, the the kid singing, is the son of Charles Band. Really? Yes. Wow, what a fucking random <laughs> connection. I know. See, I'm good at this, but I only know it because of the video that I sent you, which is why I wanted you to watch it. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, dude. God. Well, uh, you know how uh. you were saying you're surprised that there weren't a bunch of sequels? There was a remake of this. Charles Band, after Robot Jocks, he started Full Moon Entertainment, and he had intended this to be a franchise. Was it Robo Wars? Was it, it was that one? Robo Wars. Because that, yes. that shows up right under it when you look up Robot yep. Jocks that on was, I believe. I believe that was, it might not have been the very next film he made but it was like it was like within a film or two they did robo wars because he wanted to restart the franchise once he started full moon entertainment full moon entertainment the fucking classic full moon is the shit man (laughs) and 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 it's the shit if you like shit which i do i like shit i like shitty horror movies i like campy stuff i like cheese ball action movies like this it's great i i had so much fucking fun watching this movie this week seriously i was like (laughs) me me and my sons were sitting there watching. My daughter was like, I'm fucking out, dude. No way. <laughs> She's 16. She's too cool for this shit. She watched 12 seconds of it and was like, no. <laughs> And uh, but my son, my sons were down. And so we uh, we watched it together. And dude, we were we were cracking up, man. It, it's such a it's such a it's such a watchable piece of shit. You know, it's like you can sit down and without any talent, it's like they set up situations for you to mystery science theater this thing. Yes, actually. It's glorious. When I was... Because I, I forgot to I forgot that it's getting a little more difficult for you to find shit. And I'm like, oh shit! I need, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look for it really quick. And I looked up Robot Jocks full movie on YouTube. Did not find it. Found Robo Wars, the Mystery Science Theater one. <laughs> but now I know what that is, so I might have to check that out at some point. Yeah, it's I well, I mean, it's it's a Charles Band production. So, you know, it's going to be cheesy. And uh, yeah, like, why wouldn't you check it out? Did he go stop motion and miniatures or did he, since it was like a year after Power Rangers came out, did he did he go like, oh, fuck, we're just going to put a guy in a bunch of plastic shit and make him fight? I have no fucking idea, <laughs> but I want to find out. I've never seen Robo Wars. I just know of its existence. Okay, okay. Let me take this opportunity to uh, plug Full Moon TV because I am excited about that. As soon as I'm able to afford it, I want to get Full Moon TV subscription because like <laughs> basically it's, it's like just 
the whole Full Moon Entertainment catalog, or at least that's my understanding. Do do some due diligence, listeners, before you go investing in it, because it would be a shame to get on there and be like, "What? You can't watch Dolly Dearest? That's bullshit." You know. Well, I hope they, yeah, if they if they did that shit, they might as well. But I'm pretty, but I'm pretty sure yeah. that that they have the complete Full Moon catalog on there that you can watch. Just it's just a on demand streaming service, and I'm excited about it. I can't verify whether or not it's any good, whether or not they aren't shortchanging you on the content. But when I can afford it, I'm looking into it and I'm getting myself a subscription if it really is the complete catalog. I guess they've also got uh, a lot of something weird stuff and some stuff from some other from some other companies too. We were so, talking about those a couple yeah, weeks ago. Something too. <laughs> weird. I love I love something weird. It's those amazing how are. this shit just keeps on popping up everywhere. It's almost like we keep talking about movies that are within our s- <laughs> scope of interest or something. No jerking off in this movie, which no. I'm surprised by because it is just a masturbatory male fantasy. It really is. So, <laughs> yeah. These guys got paid well maybe i don't know I, I doubt they got paid they they paid lots of money to essentially play with toys and make them go bump up together yeah yeah and, and fire and fake lasers and, at and each that's other. that's really the extent of the uh choreography i was i was, I was, tell- I was super disappointed too by I the was, way i'm like fuck why why is this okay i was telling my son i was like this is what this this is what happened in the late 80s this is what happened before japanese people started doing fight choreography for american movies <laughs> You forget. Well, it's funny. It, it, it bums me out because I'm like, I assumed it was going to be epic, and it's not. No. No, it is the opposite of epic. Is it just me or... I don't okay. know what the opposite of epic is, but this is it. Does Charles Band take himself very seriously? I don't think he does. Okay. I read an interview with him after after I watched the movie, and I think he's fully in on why people like what he makes. Okay, good. Because I was watching this movie, and I'm like, holy shit, this is like the dumbest movie, but it takes itself so seriously. So I'm trying to figure out, do they know it's dumb, and they're taking it... They're, they're pretending to take it seriously just to serve the story or did they think they were making a good movie i don't know what their attitudes were but i think that's what makes a great bad movie is is how seriously they taking take it. <laughs> it completely the filmmakers and the story itself has to take it has to take itself super serious so that it can be as hilarious as possible because if it's not taking itself seriously it's just and it's still not funny then it's just kind of sad it is just trauma yeah. It's just poultry geist all over again. <laughs> it's it, which it's disturbing too, apparently. Lloyd Kaufman takes himself very fucking seriously, by the well, way. There you go. There you go. You see that that's probably why he's got the uh, uh the hardcore fan base that he, he does. He is in it. He fucking yeah. He gets really pissed when shit doesn't work. He, <laughs> he, he turns into kind of a dictator asshole on on set. He's probably a nice guy offset. Well, but, aren't you aren't you know. you're the one you're the one who said that he was quoted as saying if you if you make a trauma movie it's going to be the worst experience yeah. of your life yeah he said that so yeah he well at least he's honest he clearly knows <laughs> it, he clearly knows himself enough to recognize that at least and then there, there's a little documentary on the toxic avenger 4 dvd where it's a feature I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have to borrow that set from you by the you way you should i'm gonna get the blu-ray so maybe i'll throw the dvds at you get no complaints from me sir that's what i got for my nephew yeah the dvd box set Nice. Toxic Avenger. I asked his mom first. Well, yeah, that, that, that's good. She suggested it, actually. But remember, I really? said, yeah, she's like, well, he wants the book, too. And then I'm like, oh, I'll look for the book on. I'm like, no, fuck that kid. I have the book. You can't have that for $175. <laughs> fuck that noise. I got it for $3. I'm keeping that fucking thing. <laughs> Out of print books are yeah. awful. I have a lot of random scattered shit that's like that. Like I found it at Hastings or at Goodwill or something. Then a couple years later, I go to look for it for some fucking reason. I'm like, why is it $300? What is happening? I was over at my friend's place last Thursday. His brother had gotten him a first edition of Neverwhere, Neil Gaiman's uh, classic Neverwhere for Christmas. He'd gotten him a first edition and he was reading it, which is fine. I'm pro reading books. I, I'm, I'm not 
one of these guys who's going to be like, oh, don't crack the even, spine. Even that book. Don't crack the spine. <laughs> Fuck you. No, read it. But it was sitting next to his sink. He just had it. He had, he, he had set it down next to his sink. And I was just like, dude, it's a fucking first edition. And it's a book. Don't get those fucking wet. <laughs> yeah. God. Like I'd be horrified even if it wasn't a first edition, but it, it's a first edition. Jesus, man, be a little careful with it. And now I have the Kindle. So if I get my books, wet, we're in real fucking trouble. Oh my god! It could explode. That's right. I, I keep forgetting that in in many ways you are a dad because I have a Kindle. Even though children haven't come out of your penis yet, I got dad jokes. Oh god, I do. They get really bad. I made up a joke about my dad because he's a janitor. Not about my dad. For my dad, he doesn't think it's funny though. What sound does a janitor's car make? Broom, broom. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That's pretty much his reaction every time I open my mouth. <laughs> Sounds like you two have a healthy relationship. He does not get me one little bit. <laughs> it's gotten a little better, like, lately. So he's gotten more depressed, and I've gotten less depressed, and then we're, like, switching spots. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fine. I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. It's kind of weird. And he's like, the fact that you think that just proves I am a failure as a man. Yep. <laughs> he's like, I didn't raise you to watch shitty movies. I'm like, I know. You introduced me to my favorite movie, Back to the Future. And, you know, you. I don't think he's ever seen Rocky. Seriously? My dad's not a movie guy. He's like, the perfect age to have grown up. I know. I mean, I mean like, like, not grown up, but, like, have seen it, like, as a young man and just, like, he was yeah. like the perfect demo for Rocky. Yep, but he was he's too cool for that shit. He spent his time like working on his cars and shit. I thought that was the exact demo that Rocky <laughs> appealed to. I don't fucking know. He just didn't watch movies. He, I don't, I don't he even He drove know around that, downtown Great Falls every weekend and people there still do that, but they don't go downtown anymore. They go on 10th Avenue where all the stores are. That's just, that's oh, the main yeah. drag of town. And it's all these fucking douchebags that are in their early 20s going, look, my car's louder than your car. I hated them then and I hate them even more now. <laughs> I hate those guys because they drive by my house at 2 a.m. I dated a girl who was like in that crowd and I didn't I didn't mean to. I didn't know. It was too late by the time I found out. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing the shit you will endure for a hot girl, isn't it? Yeah, she had a nice butt, but she was also insane. That's kind of hot, too. I mean, it's hot at first. At first, it's kind of hot. Not in a good way. Not in a fun way. Like, it's more like insane, like, fuck the neighbor when I go to work, and then we hang out, all of us, all three of us are hanging out together, and it's not awkward until you figure out what's happening, and I'm like, oh, fuck! That should have been the most awkward situation in the world, but <laughs> oh I didn't God. quite put it together soon enough. I'm dumb, but oh. I was in my mid, my early 20s, so I'm allowed to be kind of dumb that point yeah sure i don't know man <laughs> i think sluts are kind of hot well i love sluts now but i want them to be slutty with me but i don't want to like get involved you know i don't know i'm, I'm kind of turned on by it i mean i you know like tell your girlfriend that be like hey man you see that dude over there go fuck him it's fine <laughs> i like it there is a part of me that kind of wonders what it feels like like would i be into that kind of thing i don't want her to try it <laughs> I don't want her to just go out and fucking do, but if she does, I don't know. There's a part of me that thinks I could be into it. Be like, just tell me and we'll find out how it works. We'll see how I feel about it. I, I've told her that. I, I've been like, look, you know, like we're, we're having like a real honest relationship discussion. And I was like, look, if you feel the need to fuck another dude, just tell me you feel the need to fuck another dude. And we'll see how I feel about it. Because who knows? You know, like I might be OK with it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know until I'm faced with the situation. Fuck this relationship shit. Let's talk about 
Robots. Robot jocks. Robots and jocks. Jocks who are ro- jocks with an X, so you know they're badass. I noticed, I was watching, and some of these shots were directly lifted by other filmmakers later. Really? So, Iron like Man. The, like robot shots? Uh, ro- Yeah, pretty much pretty much the robot. I only noticed two, but uh, this is my first time ever watching this movie, so I, I guarantee I'll go back and be like, holy fuck, I saw that in this movie. <laughs> so, Iron Man, the part where they fly up into space, you know, when... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's, it, it's when the Ironmonger takes off an Iron Man, it is the exact same shot when Alexander takes off. It is the exact <laughs> same fucking shot. Yeah, I guess it is. I, I hadn't so, really thought about yeah, it. Yeah, that was so fucking weird. Inci- incidentally, and for the sake of the audience, if you haven't watched Robot Jux, this this masterpiece, <laughs> at one point during the final fight between Achilles and Alexander, the the Russian robot jock. Also a crazy villain with a crazy Russian voice. <laughs> Holy shit. During the climactic fight, they take off into space and it serves no goddamn purpose whatsoever. They don't do anything. I was expecting There's no it, strategic yeah. advantage. I was to expecting it to be space. like Iron Man and have it go like, oh, that's an, he's, he's doing an older model. So there must be some reason he's fucking going up there. <laughs> but there's no reason. No reason no, at all. It, it never pays off <laughs> no. in any way. They're just like, we have a budget for this. I guess let's just fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever and oh, then yeah. and then they and then they somehow after flying in space like flying horizontally uh, uh, orbiting the earth for for at least a minute they come down in exactly and crash by the way they don't <laughs> he doesn't carefully pilot his way down he comes down and crashes at the exact same site they were fighting at originally okay see i was too annoyed that nothing actually came of this to actually fucking notice that but yeah you're right that doesn't make any goddamn oh, sense that that final fight is just is just filled with stupidity it's fantastic <laughs> Yeah, it's glorious. It's glorious. I love the fact that, that during the fights, the close-up of Alexander's robot is just the robot with its arms sticking out and just kind of <laughs> wobbling up and down side to side. Like, like well, yeah. There's That's... no swinging action. There's no anything. It's just they're reaching out like a like, like a mildly retarded aunt to hug you. It was the miniature, and they just couldn't get it to work. <laughs> I guarantee. And it just waggles its arms up and down, and that's its fighting motion. I'll it's bet. Fucking hilarious. I'll man. bet they wanted the robot fights to look way cooler, but they're just like this. Just hits shit. Just keeps on falling apart. We cannot. It just doesn't work. <laughs> And then in in the final fight, when he comes out, he comes out in a four legged uh, spider style robot. You know, like like with the spider bottom and then the regular robot upper body. <laughs> and my son just kind of looks at me like he gives me this weird look, and we're all laughing our asses off because it, it's just the most ridiculous looking <laughs> robot. And I just kind of lean over to him and I'm like, "Look, there's something you have to understand. In the '80s, more was always better. Whatever whatever something had, if it had more, it was better. Like the sword and the sorceress. I don't know. Do you remember the sword and the sorcerer? Uh, sorcerer, not sorceress. I no, no. The badass moment in that movie is when he has a sword that has two blades side by side and then and then he pulls a trigger and they shoot off they shoot off the handle and stab the main villain or something like that i don't know it's been a long time since i saw the movie but the point is in the 80s anytime there was more it was more badass so of course as soon as he comes out on four legs it's like oh shit it's so badass and that was my reaction in in 1989 or whenever it was i saw it in the theater i that was my reaction i was like oh fuck it's got four legs because <laughs> Because I was a 10-year-old boy, and I was the perfect audience for this movie. Yes, and my my first thought was like, did John Peters produce this movie? Who's John Peters? 
the guy who produced Wild Wild West. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> well, oh. because it's funny because Kevin Smith has a really long story about him and how Ugh. he was the producer. He was going to be the producer on the Superman movie that Kevin Smith was writing. Oh yeah, I remember that. But the guy, uh, well, like, I don't remember him. I remember the Superman movies with Nicolas Cage. That's the one yep. they made the documentary about. Yep. Apparently, they had a they had a lot of conversations. The dude's like, I don't want to see him fly. I don't want to see him in that suit. And in the third act, he has to fight a giant spider. <laughs> oh, that's right. I because I saw that documentary. I saw that documentary. And I remember Kevin Smith saying he wanted him to fight a giant spider or giant robot spider or something. And then he and then he said he, he went on to produce Wild Wild West. And, and he there got it fucking was. Spider. Yeah. Oh, that God. is the funniest fucking thing. But I really wish he produced it. That would have made me laugh. It, so it's sad that hard. Wild Wild West wasn't the funniest thing. Wild Wild West was just sad. Hey, the song was pretty good, though. No, it wasn't. Fuck you, Fuck man. That song. that song was great. Fuck those movie tie-in songs Will Smith did. I hate Men in Black, too. I, Not, nod your and, head. And don't get me wrong. Dude, I dude. loved the original Men in Black movie, but that song was a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Wild Wild West is a piece of shit. The good guy's dressed in black. Remember that. Just in case we ever face-to-face and make contact, right? Oh, we're getting to Men in Black this year because, holy fuck, this is this is reboot sequel year. I'm fine with doing Men in Black, but if you, if you try and make me watch Wild Wild West, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. Nah, I have no fucking desire to even nope. i watched that in the theater and that was before i knew you could walk out of a movie and get your money back <laughs> no we are definitely doing godzilla 2014 by the way because there's a sequel coming out this i'm year. fine with godzilla 2014 i'm not got fine with godzilla 90 nobody is that movie fucking sucks <laughs> and we're doing hellboy because again hellboy's coming out this year i'm not sure how i feel about that man hellboy's great the first one. So we're doing Godzilla, Hellboy, and Men in Black for sure. There's probably more that we need to get to. I don't know. There's, I'm sure there are. It's a, it's a reboot sequel year. That's all it is. Well, that's all anything is ever going to be again. And the only one that really doesn't look good to me is Men in Black. Like, the the Hellboy one I'm super curious about. Oh, a dainty dab a donkey dickle-doo. Just a dainty dab a donkey dickle-doo. Yeah. If you want <laughs> it inside cool. you and you like it where you poo, then a dainty dab a donkey dickle-doo. Maybe, Sorry. maybe your girlfriend's a lizard alien and she's sending fucking you know, slugs down your throat. Imp- implanting me with her embryos. It's like slither. I've always wanted to be implanted with embryos by a lizard person. Does she hug your face? She does. She's yeah, a face hugger. Hard. She's a face hugger. Hard. And then she and then she inserts a phallus down my I was going to say, is everything a vagina or a penis? <laughs> <laughs> she's entirely vagina and penis. That, oh. That, head to toe. Well, that would explain she's a lot. She's nothing but vagina and penis. You know what that reminds me of? I'm reading John Dies at the End. What, some fucking weird shit. It's all weird. Like, every yep. time you get to know a character, they explode. <laughs> Every couple pages, it's like, oh, this happened, boom, then they explode. I'm like, what the fuck? There's no build up to it. There's no nothing. Just (laughs) at least the dog came back. The timing is great on it. It, Seriously. I think David Wong has fantastic comedic timing. Have you read uh, Futuristic Violence in Fancy Suits? Fuck no. That's a good one, too. Different storyline entirely, but a good book. I'm getting there, man. And I hear he's he's releasing a sequel to that, or maybe he just released a sequel to that. I can't remember. Because I have the physical copy of This Book is Full of Spiders. That's a good book. That's the second one. I don't want to read it first because I'm a fucking I'm a purist that way. That's a good book, but yeah, I definitely recommend reading John Dies at the End first. But I holy think, shit, I, I think John Dies at the End is better. This book is full of spiders. Is definitely a good book. So another fucking movie. Didn't mean to like step on Inci- you, sir. Incidentally, but... <laughs> Stuart Gordon directed John Dies at the End, the movie adaptation. Did he really? He did. That's fucking awesome. I like it. Oh, he did. I read. Yeah, I yep. read the intro to John Dies at the End. Yep, he did. Hey, holy shit. Good job. Brought it back around. Good job. Let's fucking go off on a weird tangent again. That's what we do. Disney borrowed from this 
this movie, and I don't know if they did it on purpose or if it was on accident. <laughs> where? I'm dying to know. The Incredibles. The first one? Yes. There's a scene at the end where the robot's arm falls off, and they fucking use his own arm to shoot at him. <laughs> And again, it's almost the exact same shot. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Have you never seen The Incredibles? I have, but it's been a long time. Oh, okay. I, the last time I saw it was like the year it came out on DVD. I have it right so over this there. So this is like 02, 03, something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. This this is my horror basement, but the girls wanted to bring some movies down. So <laughs> I have I have The Little Mermaid and The Incredibles over there. Are they just like, we don't want you to completely turn into a vile piece of shit down there. I guess. But it's okay. Have some sweetness. The Incredibles is probably, it's it's one of my favorite Disney movies. Oh, there's The Incredibles like, is great. There's I like think. Toy Story, Up. The Incredibles. Yeah, basic, then, yeah. basically just Pixar movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm, go, I'm going the Pixar route, and yeah, I really like Pixar, Zootopia, though. Pixar made some great movies, man. I, I don't got, know if they're continuing to make great movies. I've heard Incredible. I've heard bad things about Incredibles, too. Well, I've I heard think, good things as well, but I've heard bad things. The, I mean, the, some of the bad things might be true, but I think most of that is people going like, oh my God, it's not as good as the first one. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, probably, well, probably going to happen. That's a high bar. Yeah, so you guys got to either accept it or shut up. I don't know. I don't know. The Toy Story <laughs> sequels have been really good. The fourth one might not be as good i'm kind of mm, on that one well two and three were great the year it came out i was alone on new year's eve and uh th- this is uh, excuse me the year toy story 2 came out is what i mean to say i was alone on christmas eve my then wife and kids had gone over to europe to visit her parents and i didn't really have anything to do and so i was just like you know what fuck it i'm gonna go see a movie i don't care what movie i see i'm just going to see a movie i was kind of depressed and <laughs> didn't want to be alone I, I i think i had called up a friend and asked if he was doing anything and he was like yeah i'm going to a party and i was like hey could i come along and he was like well it's not my party that was, oh you fucking told me yeah, about that this, was I the think. that was yeah. the point that was the point at which i was like oh we're not fucking friends anymore okay i get it so i went and i i went and i saw toy story 2 and man i was just fucking blown away by that movie by how by, better than a party it's it's it was so oh, it, it was just so deep for a kids movie you know like like it's a solid kids movie but then at the same time it's a solid grown-up movie you can watch that movie and there's depth to it and there's subtext and there's you know the the, the character arcs and everything oh it's just it really blew me away because i was not expecting good things from a toy story sequel <laughs> i i figured okay this is going to be more disney shit mm-hmm. you know disney shoveling shit on a great movie they scored once and now they're now they're just going to try and madly profiteer from it and I was dead wrong. I just basically I, when I walked into the theater, I was like, "All right, what's starting next?" <laughs> right? Oh, that was that yeah. was a bold decision yeah. there. Yeah, that's nice. what I did. I just walked in and was like, "Whatever's starting next, I'm going to get a ticket to." And it was Toy Story too. And so I was like, "All right, well, this is going to be bullshit." And uh, no, I was blown away. And that's that. And that's my favorite Toy Story movie so far. So. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's the best. I think it's the best of the of the three. And um, it wasn't even supposed to be theatrically released. It was supposed to be a straight to video really? sequel. Yeah. It's because it's such a great. Oh God! It's it, yeah. I could gush about Toy Story two for a while. See, I knew, I knew talking about the Incredibles would spin that. us off into another fucking tangent. <laughs> and you just had to bring it up. Should we talk about the fucking? I do love the idea. I do love the idea that um that that the great Pixar juggernaut stole an idea from this tiny Charles <laughs> right? band chunk of shit. It is nice. <laughs> I don't stole. You know, homage. Well, you know those guys saw robot jocks. It's not like they didn't see it. Like they were they were the perfect age. 
Yes. You know, they, yeah. they totally saw robot sharks. But no, it's yeah, it's definitely lifted right from it. And I, I just found that, yeah, I can't help but see that kind of shit. And it's, it's just funny to me. That's fantastic. I love I love stuff like that. <laughs> so yeah, next it. next time you go back and watch it, check that shit out. I love I love homages like that because, because it's great. Like, there's nothing wrong with taking something somebody else did and making it your own. The only question is, are you making it your own or are you just using it as an excuse to not bother telling a story? Incredibles yeah. is clearly not doing that. No, and I, I had an idea for a zombie movie that I wanted to make and I was really big into Dead Alive at the time so I'm like okay lawnmower I don't have any money and I don't want to fucking mow people down with a real lawnmower so I'm like you know what I'm gonna do if I if, if I if I ever get that far weed whacker gonna be great <laughs> Would you put one of those, uh, uh, what are those as seen on TV, the three bladed? Oh, absolutely. Thing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Put that on the wheel. I came up with that like way years ago, though. I was like 20 years old and fucking first time I saw Dead Alive, I'm like, that's fucking that. I had an idea for a zombie movie, but it was in it. This dude explodes open and there are like a hundred tiny versions of him inside of him. And they come out running and to attack this guy and he grabs a weed whacker and just starts mowing him down. <laughs> that's these, fucking these awesome. Ti- these tiny you know like six to ten inch versions of him let's do that (laughs) i'm into it i wanted to i worked at a retirement home when i came up with a lot of these ideas so i'm like i think it would be so funny to have like an old lady zombie with a walker like trying to get these trying to get a guy Because zombies are supposed to be slow anyway, so they're just you know. Well, kinda... I mean, the idea of the idea of zombies using tools, uh, Romero explored that one. You know, it would be the person using the tool to mow down the zombies. But oh, I thought you were saying oh, yeah. it was it was an old lady zombie using oh, no. the walker to go after people's brains. Oh no, she 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 just can't move. She's used, still using the walker as a zombie and trying to grab them over the walker, and they're like dancing to get away from her, like a Shaun of the Dead sort of moment. <laughs> I don't and know. Then, I like I like the idea of her actually using the walker accurately, uh, correctly. You know, maybe fumblingly, <laughs> yep. but still using the walker because her her old bones and muscles can't quite do the job. But she's still got the zombie <laughs> drive to go after the and the flesh. The payoff to that little thing would be her head exploding from a shotgun blast off screen. Because in my in my ver- in my zombie movies, there's always got to be some badass like soldier type with all the weapons <laughs> and two and like it, one or two idiots that just think they're kind of having fun. Because okay, I I. I, I, I enjoy that, that thing i'll tell you what the key to that is though the badass soldier has to die comically oh yeah except you know i'm gonna i'm spoiler alert for a movie that has nothing to do with anything uh dance of the dead the zombie movie the badass soldier guy does not die at all which is fucking kind of crazy what, where's the fun in that well they, they set it up for a sequel that never happened which kind of made me sad because i would have liked it i like it when the badass soldiers die and but, but it's not just that they die they have to die just stupidly like in a way that they should totally in every like a 10 year old in any conceivable scenario should have avoided that's how they have to go they have to trip over a walker and get eaten by that zombie no 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 no, no, that's that's far too plausible. No, it has to be something oh, oh, really stupid. We're getting into trauma levels here. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to see. That's what I want in a zombie movie. I don't want I don't want serious, plausible. You know, leave that to George Romero. Already mastered that genre. I don't want a serious, plausible zombie. Oh, I want no. something comic, over the top, ridiculous, gore everywhere. Blood. I mean, I want Tom Savini to cream his pants when he sees it. Tom Savini, <laughs> sex a machine. Shit, <laughs> Uh, Sex machine. <laughs> oh my god! Did he come back in the TV series? I I never got that far. I don't know. I think there is a there is a Sex Machine character, and I can't remember if it was played by him or not. Is it? Because I started watching that show. I, I watched like the first episode or the, maybe the first two episodes, and fuck me, is it a good show? Don Johnson is literally. I would never have suggested anybody take over the character of. Uh, oh fuck! What's his name? Earl Michael Park. 
Yeah, the Michael Parks character. I I, I can't remember what his what his character. I was initially angry when I saw that they (laughs) recast it because like, why the fuck couldn't you just get Michael Parks? Like, it's not like he's not able to do it. And Michael Parks is a fucking badass man. Like, was that? that, Oh, did he die? Yeah. Oh fuck, man. I didn't. I didn't even know. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they recast him. No, I think he. I think the show came out before he died. Well, maybe he was like. Maybe his health wasn't good. That's a possibility. He was still making Kevin Smith movies at the time, though. I think. I think. I don't. I don't really know for sure. I mean, he did Red State years ago. That was like. Maybe I should shut my fucking mouth because I don't know what I'm talking about. And God, he was, <laughs> oh, he was blood curdling in Red State. Fucking scary, right? I keep on trying to get Rachel to watch that one. I'm like, that might be one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies. That I think that seems good. like a movie, Rachel, of all the horror movies, it seems like something I keep on right saying that. And I'm like, you would fucking, you know, at least be sort of into it or just get really mad watching it. By the way, <laughs> uh, to our to our listener, if you haven't seen Red State, you fucking should. Oh, you absolutely shouldn't. That's kind of want to hit Kevin Smith movies in like release order. But at the same time. That could take a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't want to do another theme month. Oh, I really, no. I really don't. But um, mostly, <laughs> mostly, we have it's, enough of those now. Mostly, it's his Askew universe movies because they technically take place one right after the other. There's a so you, so you're, ta- you're talking Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy. Well, we could subvert the whole thing and do Mallrats first because Mallrats takes place the day before Clerks chronologically. Yes, according to Kevin Smith, I'm assuming. Yeah, because uh, I'm not seeing any connection. That funeral that they go to in Clerks uh-huh. was the funeral of the Julie Dwyer chick who died in the YMCA swimming pool in. Mall rats, dude. You, that is like such a background <laughs> reference. I haven't seen that movie enough to okay. catch that one. All right, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get and there. I, and I've seen Mall Rats quite a few times, and even I'm missing that one. I fucking love Mall Rats, dude. Kevin Smith is the guy. Mall Rats is Mall Rats is great. I remember. I remember when I remember when I went into the video store. This again, forty nine cent a night videos. That was that was when I discovered Mall Rats. And I walked in there, and, and this and, and the chick at the, the chick behind the counter was like, "Oh my god, you've never seen Mall Rats?" And, oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, you. you you, you could tell it was one of those like people in the know movies and then I watched it I was like oh yeah I get it like, I get it and I saw it for the first time when I was 12 so of course I got it I'm like yeah this is the best movie ever there's a boob <laughs> <laughs> Two of them. Yeah, four. Oh, four, really? Yeah, and and uh, oh, oh, that's right, and and five and nipples. Five nipples. <laughs> four boobs, five nipples. Uh, I, I always I, forget. Well, I always forget about her. I think she traumatized me a little bit. I the, wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that. I was only I was only nineteen when I saw that movie. Man. You weren't ready for three nipples. I wasn't ready for three nipples. That was too much. At least one of them. Was I was fake. barely sexually experienced at that point. I always tell people, "Fuck us." They don't get it because it's more more deep cuts references from movies that nobody's seen. <laughs> Because that's, that's the movie that I was telling you about that it premiered and somebody called Kevin Smith and said, hey, it made four $400,000. And he's like, on which screen? And they're like, all of them. <laughs> all the screens. That had so. to be a hard fall after the success of Clerks. No I mean, that, that had to be tough. <laughs> How much money did Robot Jocks make? $1.3 million on a... $150,000 budget. <laughs> It looks like it should have been, but <laughs> according to the Wikipedia page, six point five to ten million dollars was per- the budget for this movie. Yeah, that's a pretty wide gap. Where the fuck did it all Seriously? go? Seriously, someone. Oh man, someone was was skimming that shit. Did it all go to get an actor that looked like good old Jr. from WWE? It all went to Sammo Hung. Not Sammo Hung. It <laughs> not went to not Sammo Hung. Not Sammo Hung. What but, the fuck is his name, dude? You got your IMDb open, please. We we have to we have to resolve this. Danny Kamikona. Dr. Matsumoto. Dr. Matsumoto. I I remember that before I remembered Danny Kanakoma. And I'm you, already fucking it up, aren't I? Uh, Kamakomo. Kanakoma. Kamakona. Can- Fuck me. Kanakomona. Uh, but the other guy, the white guy. I like that the white guy is the bad guy. By the way, <laughs> the t- the t- the Tex Tex is that his name? Tex. <laughs> 
Yes. I want to show you JR from WWE because he looks and sounds a lot like him. That's that. That's him with a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the first thing I fucking thought of when, when I saw him and he He's started He's an talking. announcer, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I, re- I remember him from... Uh, he was... He played the announcer in uh, Man, on the Man on the oh, Moon. Oh, Man on the Moon. Yeah, right. Because I, cause I, I, I remember when uh, Jerry... The king Lawler comes out and and he and he and he's there in the announcer booth. He's the king. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Tony Schiavone was in uh was in Ready to Rumble. Boo, because I know these things. <laughs> I don't know any other names. I do recognize him though. I like I like what I was watching. I, we were watching wrestling together, I think, and I saw him and 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 I was like, oh shit, that's the guy from Ready to Rumble. God, we are so far off fucking topic, but you need to hear this. Oh, you love Ready to Rumble so much, I right? Do. Very much. You're, you're, I don't know if you're ready for this one. Oh, David, David Arquette is officially a real professional wrestler right now. No shit. Yes. Oh, I'm there. And I heard a rumor. I am there. Just please tell me. Please <laughs> tell me. No, he won't. He won't. He won't do it. I heard I just, a rumor. I want, I want him to be the law. I don't know. I don't know what his character is. <laughs> I know he's is. not going to. I know he's not going to, but I want him to be. I, I I heard a rumor that WWE was considering signing him and giving him a title run of some kind. Oh, man. I want that so bad. Like, I'm like, it's already fucking stupid. Just I want to see it. that. I want to see that so do bad. Do it for real because when they did so, it. It's so ridiculous. At least now he's an actual wrestler and he has fucking muscles. When they did it in WCW when that movie came out, it was fucking way different. <laughs> Because he's so goddamn scrawny. Oh my god! But like, he's obviously a fan. Did he? Did he beef up though? Yeah, yeah he's pretty buff. He had a pretty rough match. He it was a ladder match or something, and he he got pretty bloodied up. Yeah, <laughs> I saw some stuff. I'm like, wow, he's really. Fucking I, lo- I love it, man. It. I got to see some of this. Shit. Yeah, I gotta, it's on. I got to YouTube that. Yeah, a lot of it's on YouTube, and I didn't believe it. I thought it was just a guy who looked like David Arquette, but it's fucking David Arquette. David Arquette is not in robot jocks. God. Oh. Now we just got to get Scott Kahn in. Bring back Diamond Dallas Page. He's doing yoga. He's fine. <laughs> he doesn't need this shit. He's doing Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, I wonder if yeah, he'll probably be in. Is he doing do you know is he doing Three from Hell? I was just gonna ask, yeah. I don't I know. I have no idea. <laughs> I know Danny Trejo's doing it. I, I I think I saw Diamond Dallas Page is gonna be in it again. I'm into it. I, I I love Diamond Dallas Page, man. He's such a fucking intense, weird dude. I love him too. I, I loved him in Ready to Rumble. I loved him in uh I mean, you know, he's barely in he doesn't really get a chance to act or anything, but I thought he did such a good job in Ready to Rumble that I yeah, like I I would love to <laughs> to see him do something else the best part about that is he's just kind of like that that's he's not really acting <laughs> he's it's just kind of his thing <laughs> yeah he's a very intense guy wow like really even doing yoga like you hear he's like oh you hear him growling and shit i'm like jesus christ yoga's supposed to be tranquil dude it's just a fucking and he's always like bang constantly i'm like dude you need to fucking, but you don't do DDP yoga for for the tranquility, I guess. I imagine not. You do it for the sick gains, bro. <laughs> DDP just like sounds like <laughs> sounds like an even creepier version of double double penetration. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like what happens at In and Out. <laughs> double double penetration, animal style. Oh, gross. It's like it's like two down below and one one in the mouth and what one in the ear. I don't know. You see, you could do DDP on a on a woman who was missing an eye. <laughs> I'm down. That is ten kinds of creepy. Again, this has nothing to do with anything. But no. there was a there was a story about a. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this quick. There's a story about a girl who was on meth and ripped her eyeballs out in front of a church, and it's real and Holy it actually shit. happened because she heard voices that told her to. The meth voices. 
apparently. Why do people listen to those voices? That's the thing that blows my mind. I can understand. I can understand hearing the voices telling you to do fucked up shit, but why would you listen to them? Because she's a paranoid schizophrenic that's on meth. I don't know. I suppose. (laughs) I'm just assuming. Because, like, the the implication there is that not only are you hearing the voices, but that they're very persuasive or your judgment is just completely compromised. Well, she was doing meth. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. My judgment gets severely compromised just from drinking, so... I guess Hence I can understand that. Why I don't drink or do any of that stuff because I would be a full blown alcoholic by the end of the week. I remember I was in a bar one time and I and I had been drinking pretty pretty heavily and uh there was this dude seriously one of the handsomest guys i've seen in spokane no joke he was at the bar black he's a black guy not not that that really matters but he was really he was really buff like really well built you know like like you could tell he worked out and and he he did some shit and uh i bumped into him or something like that and i was just you know i we were both clearly very drunk and we were both very overly cordial to each other uh, where I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. And he was like, oh, don't worry about it, man. And I was like, thank you. That's very kind of you. And he was like, oh, think nothing of it. Like it was just like <laughs> it was just niceties going back and forth. We were just being super nice to each other. And he was hitting he was hitting on this girl. And somehow we got chatting and I asked him to hit me. <laughs> I was just like, hey, man, could you do me a favor? And he was like, yeah, man, what do you what do you need? And I said, could you punch me in the arm? And he and he just kind of he just kind of. He was like, man, I don't think you want me to do that. I was like, well, just once. I just want you to punch me in the arm one time. <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, buddy, I, I'm a boxer. I don't know if you oh, know that. <laughs> he was like, I don't think you want me doing that. <laughs> and then finally, finally, I and I was belig- I was like, no, dude, seriously, just one, just like half power. Just hit me with half power. Just come on, one time, just half power. Hit me in the arm. And finally, the finally the lady he was hitting on talked talked me out of it. She was like, look, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm trying to get laid tonight. You need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I I I, I ended up taking her advice and backing off because because when I'm when I am drunk, attractive women can talk me into pretty much anything. Fortunately, I don't do a lot of drinking anymore. I I'm pretty I've pretty much reached a point in my life where I have a two drink maximum. Yeah, we're we're all boring at this point. Yeah. Rachel too. We're all whatever. My my stomach just gets too acidic. I, I I start feeling really shitty really fast. So speaking of boxing, I'm gonna bring up Rocky again. Fuck you. No, the when when this movie started and like he had that first fight with the guy. I'm oh, like yeah. this is like this is set up like a fucking Rocky movie. <laughs> of course he it is. He is going to come back. It's and, Robot Rocky. Yeah, he's going to come back, beat the shit out of the guy. It didn't quite end up going in that direction, really, but but that that's the first impression that I got of it. But no, I, 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 I like it's, it. It's it's totally Robo Rocky. And I love it. Well, they did that. They did Real Steel. That came like 20 Real years St- later. Real Steel was fucking good movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. Long time ago, I can't remember it though. I own that movie. I I, I loved it. My brother recommended it to him. He, he he was like, dude, I know it looks like a piece of shit, and it did. Oh god, <laughs> from the previews, it looked like such a piece of shit. He was like, no, I know it looks like a piece of shit. He says, but I just kind of stumbled into it, and uh, and it's good. I think you'll like it. I watched it. I was like, oh my god, I fucking love this movie. I watched I watched it half a dozen times now. All the chappy looking robots. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I love the father and son dynamic. The mm-hmm. kid's actually a good actor. I love Hugh Jackman, of course. I love Hugh Jackman till the day. I die. But yeah, I like, like yeah, I mean there's just like there's so much to love. So I need to talk about that scene though. Which scene are we talking about? The one where she drugs his ass and then they fucking <laughs> fight each other. 
the choreography, like, you'd think they'd get out of the robots and the fighting would be better, but... That's what I said, man. That's what happens when <laughs> Japanese people don't choreograph the fight scenes. The first, the, the first time he's fighting all the all the tubies, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, the Power Rangers did way better with this kind of shit. <laughs> I know, it's so sad. The fight choreography is so awful in this it movie. Look, yeah, how did Power Rangers is a, is a micro-budget TV show. The entire <laughs> season has one eighth of the budget of this movie and all the fight stuff looks better maybe because it was <laughs> filmed in japan you got to get martial artists in there man but it was it was just funny and then like they, i guess that's not fair to say japanese well, chinese people do some amazing racist too. they subvert your expectations a little bit because most of the time when they do these fight scenes and the guy pins the girl down he goes to kiss her and she's like oh yeah we're gonna fuck now but <laughs> in this one she Punches him in the face or some shit, right? Yeah, she bites. She, yeah, bites, she bites his, his lip, lip. <laughs> and then she punches them in the face. I'm like, all right, go for it. And I and I legit the, the one marginally feminist moment in this movie. Yeah, it is completely undone by the uh, subsequent scenes. Got kind of a nice butt though. Yeah, she did. She yeah, nice. But it was a, it was strange that they chose to leave it in because this was a PG movie. Really? Yeah. I now granted the DVD release the this this is a little trivia I looked up last night the DVD release in America actually includes footage that was not included in the original American release like when uh, uh, not Sammo Hung gets shot there's blood splatter on the wall the weird fucking blood splatter that looks like it was from a fucking like a paintball gun yeah yeah that was not in the original U.S. theatrical release all that stuff was removed in order to get the PG rating but for the DVD release they included the stuff from the Japanese Japanese cut of the movie and kept the PG rating because apparently they didn't run it past the censors board. It had already received the PG rating. And when they did the DVD release, Tricky. They, they just released it under a PG rating. Well, fuck it, I guess. That's fine. So it's got it's got an extraordinary <laughs> amount of blood for a PG movie. And a butt. And a booty. Yeah, and, and a booty. Two booties, actually. We get to see his ass peeking out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Because by the time by the time the late 80s rolled around, there were there wasn't any nudity in PG movies. No. By, but yeah, by the late 80s, that had been done away with. That is a this is a PG-13 movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what the fuck? It's weird, man. Yeah, they went with a PG rating, and so and I don't know if the butt was in the U.S. release or if that was a Japanese release thing, but I know the blood was a Japanese only. Uh, well, not Japanese. It had also gotten a European release with that stuff in it. But yeah, the American release didn't have that. That's why America was founded. They were sick of all the kinky European sex that was going around. <laughs> they were allowed to show butts over there. So I also thought of Rad when I watched the last second of the movie part where they bump this yes good god because at the end of rad you know they they both hold the bike up and they're like yeah yeah there's room on the rad team i have no idea how rad ended dude i was four years old when i watched that movie. <laughs> so i'm just like dude this guy killed your friend in cold blood essentially kill this motherfucker why are you not killing him i know you're supposed to be the good guy but fuck this guy <laughs> fucking do it kill him <laughs> when God. they do the fist pound and then it cuts to the credits my son just looks over at me and goes what <laughs> and also they had all the what are those those those, those color the cables for your tv in their fucking the rc gloves. yeah yeah uh, they had the they had the uh RG, well they they it wasn't just the rca they also had the uh the RGB. Yeah, that, yeah, that's cables going in. Okay, this this is supposed to be like an apocalyptic wasteland. Why is everything <laughs> set up so nicely? How come how come all these apocalyptic wasteland like movies, like post apocalypse movies, always end up everything so futuristic? Everything's automated. You can make cars fly. Yet the world supposedly like almost ended. Well, I think why the, do they do that? I think the idea is that after the world almost ended, they kind of got their shit together and started you know like fixing things for the sake. Of, also, I think the idea is that World War Three happened after all the technology had advanced. Oh, okay. 
okay okay that that makes more sense not like mad max where everybody's just like hey holy shit gas that doesn't make any sense because the years just sitting in those fucking gas trucks the gas would probably not really work that well yeah gas has an expiration date it does go bad so you just kind of have to subvert your expectations and just kind of give it the benefit of the doubt and like just well, have fun now in Tina in, Turner in, in fairness the road warrior worked a little bit because they were actually refining their own gas in that one yeah yeah Fuck, I have not seen that movie in years. The fashion has not aged well. Those settlement people look like <laughs> look like they're straight out of like Xanadu Apocalypse. Oh, dude, I'm psyched to get to those. I have not watched those in so long and I'm fucking excited. Still a good movie though. Yes. Even if the costume design was kind of shit. Yes. Although, I mean, hey, let's face it, Lord Humongous is pretty badass. Yeah. So. The costumes in this fucking oh god. Robot Jocks, I, I love it and this this is a Blu-ray for me. I'm getting this fucking movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. If you can find it. Just <laughs> The, everybody looks stupid. Oh, it's, ter- everybody it's terrible. Everybody looks it's so terrible. dumb. The fashion... Oh, it's, it's it's the worst. The costume design oh. is abysmally bad. That rat tail hairstyle. Uh, oh, How do you man. feel about that? Fucking terrible. <laughs> that rat tail mullet. They all have They all have the mullet short hair up top, and then the and then the, the braided rat tail in the back. This movie is just so wrong on every level. It's just... It's fantastic. This is... It's, it, but I, I would watch this movie, but this is kind of one of those movies that I'd put on and just watch the person next to me watch it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I have a lot of movies like that. No, I want to theme. I, I want to theme a stinker fest around this movie. This movie's so bad. Giant robot movie. Let's. Yes, I'm into. Let, let's do that. Yeah. Because there's no fucking chance in hell we're getting Prayer of the Roller Boys because it's like eight thousand dollars. I am not giving up on trying to find a copy. <laughs> I keep looking. I keep looking because I want to watch it so bad. <laughs> one one day, man. One day. Robot fucking jocks. Robot fucking jocks. Robot fucking jocks. Jocks fucking robots. Casual racism and femis- feminism. Fem- Misogyny. Uh, mis- thank you. Aside, it's good. It's fun. It kind of. Oh, if anything, I think the casual racism and misogyny kind of adds to the overall effect in that well, it's it's yeah. so obviously terrible and so patently bad that it's 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 just it's it's a delightful little time capsule and yeah i mean i can't i, I can't see anybody <laughs> taking the, the racism and misogyny seriously i think if i could then i would think it was a terrible thing yeah but right okay. i can't see anybody looking at this and being like you know what they're right women can't be jocks well obviously they can't because at the end <laughs> she ends up passing out he's not even hitting her he's hitting the fucking robot no that's what's that's what's so great slash awful about it is all the all the misogyny is justified by the story because <laughs> yes. she does she God completely fails when she tries to when she tries to compete with the boys she completely fails and I was so fucking bummed out by that I really that would have been the perfect character arc for that motherfucker it would have it would have Jesus. been it would have been a great character arc but then it would have had to have been a good movie well for that to matter even yeah yeah, yeah. well somebody told me that they didn't like Pacific Rim because there was no character development and i'm like okay a there was totally character development it's just not the main character getting any and and b who the fuck needs character development in that movie it's a movie about giant robots fighting giant monsters from another dimension it, it really is giant robots fighting monsters the dinosaurs were from another dimension that's kind of the whole point i don't know people people who take pop culture too seriously there's definitely a place to take it seriously but it's not when giant robots are fighting anything maybe if that was real maybe if that was a real issue we face today then then we could probably (laughs) take it a little more seriously but i don't see that happening anytime soon if if like if like piloting giant robots was a real career choice and people were like no you can't paint this picture for our for our girls and one last thing before i before i give up on this completely i used to think hey having one guy having having two guys just fight it out over whatever would be a good idea because it's better than millions of people fucking killing each other and then i'm like (laughs) but then today i realized that one motherfucker could go rogue and go and be a dick like this motherfucker this russian guy that's true 
That's true. So he could. It's a bad idea. That's why we need armies, I guess. I love that the final <laughs> battle has absolutely zero stakes. Oh yeah, it's just like I'm just I'm gonna kick your ass and then Yeah, it's like yeah, the, the the decision is already in. The Russian lost, the United States is protected, as you know, as was important in nineteen eighty nine. Just Alaska. Fucking cares. And 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 <laughs> then they're like, now, now that all the stakes have been removed, let's fight. And then he doesn't even finish it. <laughs> Ugh. There's room on the rad team. Fuck you. <laughs> God, kill him. This is sort of a masterclass in how to how to write a shitty movie. <laughs> Maybe they just ran out of money and they're just like, oh fuck. Well, ran we out of money on you mean on the eight to ten billion million oh, dollar budget? How the fuck? Okay, yeah, we need to. I need to look into that to see what the budget actually was because I do not believe that for a second. No, fuck no. I believe that it only made a million dollars, but I don't. I believe that. Yeah, I believe it probably cost a million dollars to make. Yeah, I guess I could give it a million. I don't think I could believe that it cost more than a million dollars to make this movie keep in mind it was 1989 they did make a build a lot of sets and a lot of fucking stuff those sets were pretty goddamn spare i mean if you think about it those sets Uh, were sparse what about the spacesuits do you think they cost a million (laughs) dollars fuck i don't know all right somebody's embezzling that's all that's all i have to say about it somebody was lining their pockets charles probably charles band because he was getting ready to start a movie studio charles band tell your son to stop making shitty music Please, yeah, please, please do that, Charles Band. I mean, we know that you're listening, so. Yeah, but, you know, I appreciated it when I was 12. So. Oh, also, Lloyd Kaufman, maybe don't be such a dick on set. Take your fucking, take your, uh, uh, Prozac, Zoloft, whatever the fuck, and you'll be fine. Oh, and do more, do more <laughs> movies, do more movies where you wear, uh, uh, fishnets in a skirt. Yes, absolutely. Robots and shit. <laughs> This is what happens, everybody. All right. I think I think it's time. What are your final thoughts on robot jocks? My final thoughts are there's a movie called Crash and Burn that has a giant robot standing in the background and came out after robot jocks, <laughs> and now I have to see it. Because any movie that was like, you know what we want to capitalize on? The success of robot jocks. Any movie with that level of delusion, I have to find out what's going on. We'll be on back there. next week with Robo Wars. <laughs> That's not true. He hasn't told me what he wants to do next week. Mostly because I haven't decided yet Ugh. so we'll be back with something next week <laughs> oh man so that was fun i really like this movie though yeah i'm definitely going to be watching this again in the future shout factory shout factory that's yes the- <laughs> yes shout factory where is our blu-ray maybe maybe it exists i'll have to do some research anyways go see this fucking movie especially if you're into dumb shit like power rangers and all that nonsense just don't just don't take any of it seriously that's the key that's that that's the key takeaway here don't don't yeah. don't take any of it seriously. It takes itself seriously enough. You're yes. fine. So that's probably going to do it for this week, man. Well, you know, I don't know. Like I walk away from I walk away from the show every <laughs> week thinking, where can I go to find out more about these guys? What if I want to what if I what if I want to learn about the show? What if I want to communicate with them? Where would I go? Where would a fan go? Even though I never really post anything and I really, really should. You can totally go to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and find us at the Shark Pod. But what if somebody really loved the show and they wanted to donate? What if they what if they wanted to help me pay my mortgage? They can come to this address. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> bleep bleep bleep. You can go to patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood if you want to give us money and you know You should. Get us off of food stamps. That would be a good that would be a good thing. <laughs> Life is sad. Help me pay for my meds. Yeah, we need it. We need it. That keeps on coming up, and my friend keeps on going like, I'm going to help him pay for his meds, man. 
Well, go to patreon.com <laughs> slash sharks across Hollywood. Like I keep on saying, if one if if one of our if uh, if every one of our listeners tells a million people, we'll have a million listeners. That'd be awesome, man. That'd be awesome. Get on it. I'm into it. But yeah, guys, I'll s- we. <laughs> it's really late. Someone <laughs> is someone is going to be back next week. Hopefully, both of us. I wouldn't count on it. Oh well, no promises, baby. If you never see us again, you should just you know stay jawsome. <laughs>